Roses are red, violets are blue, it's cold outside, and so are you. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't believe it's Valentine's Day already. <laughs> Monday, February 14th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding my podcast here. Hope you guys are doing well and keeping warm. Beijing is insanely cold. <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's the powers that be or... The fact that uh, maybe uh, the country has shut down a lot of the factories around Beijing and like anywhere that could even give the capital a sniff of any sort of smog or pollution. So it's been blue skies for most of the Olympics. And this weekend, we got snow. Apparently this came from the northern, like northwest part of uh, um, the continent, I guess it is. And yeah. We have proper snow. I guess uh, to, I've never seen this much snow before in Beijing ever. Apparently, uh, the last time that there was this much snow in Beijing, it was back in 2013, which was before I got here. Since then, I mean, there's been faint hints of snow. I think the longest uh, that the snow had lasted before was, I don't know, um, like a day or so, but other than that, it's not very often. So this one, I think maybe it was last year, or maybe it was two years ago during the pandemic that we had snow that lasted for two days or so, but this stuff looks like it's going to be around for even longer because there was more of it. So I don't know, I, is it environment sort of readapting or are they flying jets over in the West, you know, uh, seeding the air and causing moisture condensation to happen uh, that uh, is giving us the snow. What, whatever it is, it's still cold. <laughs> I was out uh, cycling this morning and it was just like, oh my goodness, this, this is cold. We went to uh, Tiananmen Square yesterday after my Chinese class and because we wanted to see the, uh, the this, they have this big sort of presentation for uh, the, the Olympics just a big, you don't call it a fool character. What's it called? A um, like they have like it's an embroidered sort of triangle, diamond shape uh, statue that says Beijing 2020, 2022 in it, and it has this traditionally good luck red embroidered pattern as well. And so we want to see this before they take it down. I think at the end of next week, since the Olympics end next week. Uh, but yeah, we were out there. We got to the Forbidden City. So we walked by there and we saw the portrait of Mao and it was all snow covered and everything. Um, and then Tiananmen Square. Like, and that wasn't so bad because there were a lot of people still like in a close area. But then going across the Tiananmen Square, it it just got brutal. And the reason why, I mean, the square is open. There's nowhere to hide in that square it's right in the open and the wind was just whipping across it It, oh my and we were there at around like between 4 30 and 5 like 4 to 5 o'clock we were there the entire at that time and we're debating like do we stay for the flag lowering (laughs) i was like no i mean it's cold they lower the flag according to the uh the sunset so yesterday, I think it was going to be at 547 or thereabouts, which was another 40 minutes. And 
I can't even remember if it's at 547 the flag is down or at 547 the soldiers emerge from Forbidden City and then they take the flag down. I can never remember. I didn't want to find out because it was cold. I'm like, we've seen it before. We don't have to stay here. If we wanted to see that, what we should do is actually go there just for that portion rather than hanging around all day and then accidentally see it sort of thing, which is what we've done several times before. Uh, other than that, uh, the new at the Forbidden City and Tiananmen Square, I got stopped three times for my passport. Twice, sorry, twice. Uh, once going in towards Forbidden City, they uh, stopped, stopped me and they, they, they ran up and caught me sort of thing like hey excuse me sir excuse me sir we need to see your passport I'm like why <laughs> like you're not checking anybody else here why are you asking for my passport um and then again at Tiananmen Square I was picked out of uh, this group and they said yeah we have to see your passport and that guy spoke English and he said well we're, we're checking all the passports of foreigners uh these days so I'm like okay fine good enough <laughs> what else am I going to say right good thing I did bring my passport because sometimes I don't bring it with me uh, and they don't normally care too much, especially, I mean, if you, you're an English teacher and, I mean, you're not looking like you're causing trouble. It's not usually an issue, but they also might not let you in. Um, so it's it's always kind of depends on what's happening uh, around the, the city and around the country. Uh, what else was happening? They... Uh, Right, oh, that, oh, well, on, on Saturday, there was actually a, a bus that exploded. And so I wonder if that was happening now. You can see the the video of this thing. It happened in Shenyang, uh, and it looks like it was a bomb of some sort. Who knows, though? Don't know. Uh, the bus was blown out. This was reported by Chinese media. So before you start messaging me saying don't talk about it, you it was through a Chinese media source that I saw this. Um, and that might have put some people on heightened awareness and no doubt with the Olympics I mean that whole place it did feel a little bit more tense yesterday but that could have been because it's cold and everybody's sort of bundled up that possibly security has to you know watch people a little bit more rather than like you know in the summer where it's like it's not you're not bundled up you're not uh, covering up your face as much. They don't have to scrutinize you as much. So uh, it, that might have had something to do with it. Anyway, we got the pictures uh, of the... It was kind of gray and windy and cold. So it wasn't exactly the most pleasant visit to, to Tiananmen Square. But uh, it was neat to see snow coming down. We should have gone through portions of the hutongs. But the problem is that like you go sometimes the hutongs don't have anywhere to go. Like They don't have any restaurants or cafes. So you end up walking for, you know, 10, 15 minutes with nowhere to go. And all you can do is just keep on going straight. Uh, or you go back to a main road and then it's like, well, you're just back on the main road again. Um, but the hutongs sort of present your best sort of opportunities for pictures. Also, depending on how many pictures you want to take. I mean, how many pictures of uh, bicycles under snow can you take? Leaves, um, you know, snow-capped roofs. I mean, yeah, it's it's neat because it doesn't happen very often. Uh, but, you know, do you want to spend three or four hours taking pictures and freezing during that time? I've never been able to get up to the Great Wall uh, during the snow snowy times. Uh, and one reason I'd like to go up there is to fly my drone. But even now, 
I think it's up until February 28th. I can't remember. They sent text messages to everybody uh, saying you can't fly drones uh, around Beijing, as far as I know. I'm not sure if it's nationally or if it's just around in Beijing. So it's a goal at some point to go up the the Great Wall and uh, take pictures and some video. Uh, with uh, with my drone, but uh, that has uh, yet to happen. And that, yeah, this is uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, flowers are being presented at stores and everything. We don't have anything planned. It's cold outside, and uh, there's not really. I mean, it's a work week, so we still got to kind of work. I don't have to work very much, but she does. So, oh well. And what's uh, the uh, the Delta? You know, last week I mentioned this is what I was doing today. I, was, I did two things today. Number one, I went to physiotherapy. Number two, I looked at the Delta, this Delta thing. So I've mentioned this certificate before, last week. And so over the weekend, I was researching this a little bit more. And apparently a lot of people at work have done it before. Uh, and there's three parts to it. So there's like uh, module one, two, and three, with module two being the longest and the most expensive, but modules one and modules three being sort of shorter and a lot cheaper. I don't know if you have to do the courses exactly, but you could just sign up for the exam if you feel confident that you know the material. Uh, so it's you don't have to go to a course that handholds you and instructs you exactly what to do. Uh, you can actually do it on your own. And from the people I talked to, some people had the company pay for it. Other people paid their own way. So it's depend it depends on sort of um, I guess the availability of funding. And also your own sort of schedule, uh, what you want to do. I would do it because I want to learn a little bit more about uh, course design, like syllabus design um, and things like that. It is, it's meant to be a lot higher in terms of um, uh, teaching certificates or education certificates. And it pushes you more towards a managerial role. I have no designs on being a manager at all. But with this idea of developing, you know, uh, a website that is uh, that basically helps people la- learn their languages through interacting with a chat bot or something similar along those lines. I mean, I don't, uh, I'll have to manage robots. <laughs> How is my uh, patience towards computer technology? What happens when the internet goes down? Oh, even worse, when the internet's slow. You know, one page loads, but another one loads the title but then doesn't load the element that you need oof which one's worse <laughs> uh good question so i was reading about that today it seems like it's pretty doable i, I managed to actually get a couple of books uh and even looking through the amazon previews um they seem like decent books anyway to read if i continue on in the esl industry which i have no real designs to leave just yet it's probably just the easiest thing to keep on going going on doing uh, whether or not I stay in China uh, afterwards, that's another question. So, yeah, I, I don't know. But the Delta, it does seem like uh, people at least got something from it. And uh, it wasn't a bad decision. But at the same time, it wasn't like it didn't change their lives uh, a whole lot as well. So, um, But well worth doing if you have the time um, and are willing to put in the time to uh, do more of the theoretical research that they require you to do. So this physiotherapy, what is this? So um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week about 
going to this place, and it's a, a local place, Horizons Clinic. And I mention them because they are very good. And if you are in Beijing and you need a sports physiotherapy place, I went there today and I can actually vouch for it and say it's actually it's a proper clinic. And the guy I was talking to seemed to know what he was talking about. I say that because when we were talking, he was confirming a lot of the things that I already knew about my my physique, like what was happening and the problems I'm having, which I'm having issues with hip mobility and flexibility. Uh, and so I wanted to make sure, because a couple of weeks ago, I threw out my back. That has kind of healed. It's some other long-standing issues uh, that I've just sort of been putting off. And then finally, I mean, I, mean, I want to deal with it already, take it on, uh, head on sort of thing. So what he was saying about the movement of the body, the hip, of the uh, how it's sort of related to your your joints, like the, your knee, your ankle, it's all sort of related. And if you feel pain along that, like not so much sciatica, but sciatica can be a condition that leads to some of these things. Uh, it could be a mis, uh, hip misalignment. It can be any number of things uh, wherein uh, you sort of, if you're experiencing pain in this part, it could be because there's another part that's out of balance or something. And so, yeah, it was. Uh, we, we spent the day, he <laughs> he spent the hour twisting and turning me and going, does this hurt? I'm like, ow, yeah. <laughs> oh, ouch. And he's like, yeah, okay. He actually had to uh, stop because he's like, okay, the issues you're having go beyond our, what, what do you, our, our insurance or what is it? Our own liability. So he couldn't continue until he got word from another professional so he's referred me to this other doctor who I have to go see next week to confirm or verify that there's no other issues that would present uh that would have that would pop up during uh therapy but he's like yeah I can do a few things for you today but I can't I mean I we, we couldn't do the full physiotherapy treatment because uh, he has to get sort of clearance from another doctor before he's, he he does that. So it was good, though. I mean, the guy per, spoke perfect English, and it was uh, it was good to sort of be able to communicate at speed, I should say, uh, about the issues and sort of um, evaluate what was going on. So it was a good initial uh, appointment. So again, if you guys uh, are in in Beijing and you need a sports therapy. Uh, physician or clinic clinician horizons clinic was pretty good yeah so we'll see i mean i'm not altogether happy that i have to go <laughs> to another place to f- find out more but uh, at the same time if it helps fix the problem then i'm willing to do it i mean i was a drummer for uh, many many years and i'm sure that probably led to some sort of damage because i wasn't taking care of my body back then at all um, I don't recall people really talking about physiotherapy as a musician, as a uh, as a percussionist, as a drummer. So, yeah, it's, it's not like it was a very common conversation back in the day. Other than that, uh, how was Chinese this weekend? We actually uh, had another student join us for a brief period, for the first hour, I guess. It was the trial hour that she got a young lady walks in, blue hair. Um, not sure if she was even in university, but I guess her Chinese was decent. Uh, she understood most things and she was writing the notes so she could do characters. She ended up leaving. She's, and she said like, I want to focus on HSK five 
and grammar. And I, I sympathize with her. I'm like, yes, yes, I know. I, I know what you're talking about because at that level, the grammar gets very more in depth. And with that, like, so she, with our class on Sundays, it's primarily a spoken Chinese class. It has elements of HSK 5 uh, vocabulary and grammar, but the emphasis is much more on speaking. I'm okay with that because I don't do enough um, uh, target language practice as it is, which is Mandarin Chinese. And so with that, like I do both. Uh, like on Saturday, I sat down and did a few hours of the HSK 5 book, and then in the evening I did the rest of my... Uh, homework for Sunday, most of my homework for Sunday, I didn't finish it, Uh, but it was, you know, pretty intense doing two different sets of textbooks, I, yeah, HSK 5 is a tricky one, because it is a lot of material thrown at you, and if you, (laughs) as she was leaving, I'm like, well, I'll see you in April at the the test, and she kind of laughed, I'm not sure if she's at the I'm not sure where she is on her HSK-5 journey. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm nearing the end, but the truth is that I'm only a, uh, a third of the way through the books. <laughs> Out of the 36 units, or 36 chapters, I've only done 13. Uh, 12.5, I haven't finished chapter 13 yet. So, uh, But it was interesting to have another person come in, because uh, all of a sudden our, our class has gone from like three people to four to five, and now back down to one, two, three, four people total. Um, so it's it's still a challenge. Uh, I, I I I wish this could get done a lot faster. But and, and you know before I mention, I think last year I was talking about maybe going into schooling like studying Chinese full-time, how would that work if I went and did this Delta certificate, which they don't recommend you to work full-time while doing this Delta certificate. It's that intense. But then studying Chinese at the same time, I don't know, might be might be too much. That's all I'm going to say about that. Other than that, uh, it, it's, it's cold outside. The skies are blue, which is nice. Um, that means that there's no cloud cover. Like in Winnipeg, if we ever had, I guess it's really cold in Winnipeg too. This is the first time I've felt that it's like I'm back in Canada for a little bit because I'm just like, it's so cold. But I have to remember, like, I'm not dressed the same way here that I would dress back in Canada. Like I, when I was cycling this morning, I mean, I had my normal three layers that I wear like starting in the beginning of December, right? So it's, it's, it helps with the cold, but it's, they're not winter clothes. They're not, I would not be going to Harbin with these, which is like uh, Northeast China. I wouldn't go back to Canada and just wear these clothes. I'd be wearing a big parka, which I mean, I do have a big parka as well here. Uh, But I mean, I don't ride it when I'm riding a bike. I don't wear it when I'm riding a bike. So, this is the first time, the snow, the the wind, the cold, like, yeah, I mean, this is kind of one of the reasons I left Canada, was because it was so cold all the time. Ah, yes, memories of home. Productive weekend, productive week, looking forward to it, Um, not too much going on otherwise, but I will be getting to work probably tomorrow, 
on the uh, next episode of the podcast. Uh, so that's going to be episode number 28, and I hope to have it up sometime uh, in the middle of the week. And I'm also I'm in talks with two other people who uh, have uh, said they're interested in being on the podcast as well. So I look forward to that. Hope you guys are looking forward to that. Also updated the website on Saturday, so the audio blogs are all uh, um, up to date and everything. And yes, the automator was also working, so but I'm, I got to get it working for the website now. Only other thing I have to think about this week is when am I going to do that live stream of those two albums I got? So that's the the next thing. I'll think about it. It might be this week. It might be early next week. I don't know just yet. Folks, I'll leave it there. Happy Valentine's Day to you and yours. Hope you guys are having a great day. And if you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, get yourself some chocolate or some wine. Or you know what? Just read a book. Chill out. That's it. I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. (laughs) I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.